Are you looking for a new math curriculum? Well, CTC Math specializes in providing online video tutorials that take a multi-sensory approach to learning. Favorably reviewed in Kathy Duffy's 102 Top Picks and the Old Schoolhouse Crew Review. The lessons are short and concise to help your children break down concepts and appreciate math in a whole new way. The lessons are taught the traditional way, not to the test. Each one of the video tutorials is taught by an internationally acclaimed teacher, Pat Murray, who is renowned for teaching math concepts in a simple, easy-to-understand way and in only a few minutes at a time. Using a multi-sensory approach, having the combination of effective graphics and animation synchronized with the voice of a friendly teacher together with practical assessment, even students who struggled with math are getting fantastic results. And the ones that were doing okay before now are doing brilliantly. Visit CTC Math today and start your free trial. That's ctcmath.com. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. friends and welcome. Today we are going to talk about the topic of God's love. Is God's love sufficient? This is episode 182 and you can find the show notes at a few minutes with God podcast.com. Well, I want to thank today's sponsor and that is CTC Math. You can visit the website at ctcmath.com and they are an award-winning math curriculum for kids uh, for elementary as well as middle and high school as well as some advanced math. So you can check that out and they have uh, a special promotion where they are uh, having a free uh, trial. So you can check that out on their website. Well, uncertainty surrounds our lives, yet with God we know that his love is sufficient for all of our needs. And we are going to learn today in this podcast that we can live a life that is free from worry, stress, and anger. And friends, believe me when I say that this podcast is as much for me as it is for you. If you know your scriptures, you're probably thinking, why is she talking about God's love being sufficient when the scriptures say, my grace is sufficient. Second Corinthians twelve nine says, And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. God's grace is his love and his forgiveness. It is an empowerment by the Holy Spirit that makes us strong. And the scriptures say, especially in our times of weakness. Think about this. When we are weak, 
when we are scared, when we do have infirmities and illnesses? Yes, in those times. No one thinks their life is ideal, but if I asked you to take some time and design your ideal life, what would it look like? If you can, stop this audio and come back to this part and think about this. Really think about it. What does your ideal life look like? What would it include? Would it be a house on the beach, listening to the waves crashing on the seashore? Or would it be a mountain retreat? What about an unlimited bank fund or maybe good health and happiness in your family? Each of us have lists that would be very, very long if we really took the time and stopped and thought about it. But for most of us, one of the things that would be very important would be our relationship with God. Our ideal life would surround our faith, our health, and our welfare. Our temporal needs are just that, temporary. Many times when people think about their ideal life, it is surrounding and thinking about and focusing in the things that do not last. Many times we're more interested in taking care of today, right now, rather than forever. We hold on tight to the things that don't matter in the end. And that's why, as a proverbial saying goes, we look for love and happiness in all of the wrong places. An ideal life is free from worry, from stress, from anger and heartache. An ideal life is to be free from illness. And the only way for us to have the ideal life, whatever that is and whatever that comprises in your mind, is to have confidence in the Almighty and to have our faith in Him. A stress-free, worry-free life is almost unimaginable. In fact, for many of us, myself included, It's a difficult concept to grasp, yet God's love is all we need to live a life that is fulfilling. God's love is really sufficient for us. It is sufficient in that we know and have confidence that God is love. This may be, again, easier said than done. God is a God of creation. He is, after all, the Creator God. Before original sin, our lives would have been So astounding and perfect. In fact, it would be greater than any of the greatest dreams we could come up with. One of the things that our first parents shared with the Creator was the gift of communication with Him. They saw God face to face. They walked with Him in the garden. Communication is a form of relationship. And it was communion with God. That is beyond speech. It is beyond anything that we could possibly explain with words. This is what was recovered by the life and the example of Christ. What our parents, first parents lost for us in the garden. And that was because of sin. Jesus reinstated to us. And that is life everlasting. His death for redemption for us and later the resurrection is what has opened the gates of heaven again. And this is a miracle. 
God is the only one who can restore us. This communion with God takes us to a level where we can let go of the things of this world. As a Catholic, I believe Holy Communion is the key because it is, as Jesus told us, it is the bread of life, and anyone who eats of it shall be healed. When we talk about being healed, we always want to talk about it as being free from any kind of illness or uh, you know, disability or, or things like that. Our health is what we think about when we think about being healed. But sin is really the most detrimental thing in our lives, and that is what needs healing. Recently, we had a medical scare concerning my husband. We thought he might need surgery on his back, especially in the neck region, and everyone knows how dangerous spinal surgery can be. And this has been months and months and months of going uh, to the doctor for something different. And so we were worried, or let me rephrase that. I was worried. My husband's very easygoing, and he said, whatever is God's will is God's will. Well, after months and months of tests, MRIs, more scans, and so forth, and going to visit doctors, we finally have some peace. The neurosurgeon basically said that my husband had a major issue, but his body had repaired itself, and the vertebrae he would have fused in the surgery was already fused together. What a miracle. What a gift from God. Our bodies don't normally just heal themselves, do they? But in this case, it did, and we believe that all the glory goes to God. It also turned out, which shows God's sense of humor, that the surgeon and I chatted about his hometown, which also happened to be my hometown. I'm one of these people who, probably not surprising to my longtime listeners, actually read the doctor's bio on their website, and it turns out he knew me. He said, I recognize you. You are my fourth grade teacher. And when I was in college, I was a student teacher, and he happened to be in my classroom. Of course, I was blown away by this, and we laughed about the chances of meeting up again. And I remember talking about the gifted children I had in my class that year, and he obviously was one of them. But what is so surprising is that I didn't realize how tense I was and how nervous I was and how... While I trust God, and while I know His love is sufficient, and while I know that I know that God is in control of my life, that it took this chance meeting with the doctor that would have done the surgery if my husband needed it to find out that we actually had a connection, which, of course, both of us thought was hilarious. And so as I laughed, it was as if a balloon was deflated, and all of that, you know, Stress and everything else was just just went away. You know, God is amazing, and in this life we can either praise God for all things, which I'm still learning, those we're scared about and uncertain about, and those things we're truly happy about, and the amazing blessings in our life, or we can be sad and upset and frustrated. God cares about everything we do. And if we think that only bad things are going to happen, we're going to be looking for them. Have you ever had a friend who always looks for problems? I had one of those friends. Had is in the past. I had to remove myself from this negative influence. Everything was a problem, no matter what it was. 
this person could see the negative in it. And I choose to see the positive in it. We are called to love God and realize that His grace and His love are all that we need. But without a relationship, we cannot love someone we don't know. And how do we know someone? The name of this podcast, we spend a few minutes with Him or longer. We communicate with each other in natural conversation. Why can we not communicate with God? Some of you may feel that speaking to God is a one-way street. We talk, He listens, and we hear nothing back. This takes practice, and it takes an infilling of the Holy Spirit. Have you availed yourself to the Holy Spirit? Years ago, in 1990s, I attended a Life in the Spirit seminar, and I had no idea what it was, but it was at the invitation of a friend, so I went, and it changed my life. Here I learned that God not only wanted a personal relationship with me, but that He wanted to pour His Spirit into my life in a way that I could experience more fully And I could experience this as a Christian. People talk about finding faith in the honeymoon period, and that is a period of grace when we can't get enough of reading the Bible or spending time in prayer or just meditating on the goodness of the Lord. We are so excited to share our faith and everything that God has done in our lives with anyone who will stand still for one minute to listen. That gift of the Holy Spirit can come into our lives at any time that we ask just by kneeling beside your bed and asking, asking God to infill you. If you've been infilled with the Holy Spirit before, just ask him to stir it on up because a lot of times we get complacent or so bogged down. I tell you one thing that has helped my sanity in the recent months is turning off the news. I very rarely watch anything newsworthy on TV because it's not newsworthy. I do read some websites, so I do know what's going on for those of you that may be aghast that I don't know what's happening in the world, but I don't dwell on the negative and I just give it to the Lord and I say, Lord, if you want me to see something or hear something or read something, bring that into my path. Let's talk about the Holy Spirit for a minute. The Holy Spirit allows scripture to become alive. Before you read the Bible, ask the Holy Spirit to help you to expand your mind to help you to notice the things that you should notice. And your reading of scripture will change. When we read about Jesus healing the leopards, we think about this in terms of being there on the side roads and watching this take place. We feel the elation of those healed and we want to shout from the rooftops, God is God. God is a God of miracles. Everything else pales in comparison. We also realize that the things of this world are fleeting. In the scriptures, Jesus healed people. In the scriptures, Jesus brought people back to life from the dead. But at the end of time, we all die. And we want miracles in our life. And yes, we should ask for miracles, like the miracle of my husband's neck, you know, that was already taken care of, so he doesn't need surgery. But we also have to realize that What we look for in this life is going to fail us. Sure, we need money to live, to buy food, to pay our bills, but that's not enough for most people. Everyone has bigger dreams that include bigger homes, cars, vacations, and bigger and, you know, best of whatever. But a bigger and deeper relationship with the Lord is not necessarily high on the list or even on the list of all. No wonder we're depressed, we're defeated, we feel like no one cares or listens to what we have to say. 
So what do we do about it? Do we put aside all of our world aspirations? Of course not. But maybe intersperse them with other goals and focus. First, when you read the scriptures again, pray to the Holy Spirit for the gift of knowledge and ask the Lord that he allows you to see the parts that really will speak to you. Our lives have a way of refining all of the impurities and all of the things we need to release. But our strength is in that grace from God and that knowledge that God's love is all we need. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for all of the miracles in our lives, for those things we see, and for all those things that are unseen. I praise you for the grace you give us that is indeed sufficient. And I thank you for the love that you have for us as well. I ask you, Lord, to bless those I pray for now and provide for all of their needs. And I pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Felice on our website, a few minutes with God.com, and your podcast page on a few minutes with God podcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.